0: I'm Tina. And I'm Amber. And, and we're, we're the Slayer, Slayer Sisters. Good evening. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. It's been a minute or two. It has been. It has. Sorry. Life. Yeah. Life. Life happens, folks. But we're back. But we're back, baby. That's right. Back in... Yep, Just that's all I'm going to go with is just Okay. Back. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're also going to give you uh, some extra episodes this time. Yes, we are, because... Well, we have to catch up, and we need you to catch up. So, And hopefully we'll be back, to getting them out Wednesdays and Saturdays. Right. And if yep. not, we'll give you a heads up. Right. We do want to, again, as always, thank our awesome fans and followers and supporters. Got to give a shout out to Miss Denise. Miss Denise is awesome. She uh, is local. She's a very close friend. So she's been listening and loves us. Yay! Yay, Denise. Good Hi, job. Denise. Hi, Denise. <laughs> and uh, don't forget to subscribe, guys, because that helps us out a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys are doing great. You guys are so awesome. We just, again, can't thank you enough from the bottom of our hearts. It's just, it's going awesome. And it definitely it really brings, is. you know... It helps when we see all those downloads and subscribers. It, Absolutely. Know. We hit triple digits like, holy crap. Boosts our ego. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what are we covering? What state are we covering again this time? We are covering Missouri. Missouri. Yes. There's no uh at the end. Sorry. It's just I. Missouri. E. Missouri. With an I walk? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. So, we're covering the Exorcist House. (laughs) It's more the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. Okay. It's in St. Louis, Missouri. We're actually not going to say the address because it is a private home. Right. So... Respect we their privacy, respect guys. Respect their privacy. Right. We're just saying it's in St. Louis, Missouri. Yes. And now, it's it's actually in the Belnor neighborhood. It's a suburb of Missouri, or of St. Louis. Of it's Missouri. a suburb of Missouri. It's Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh, it's starting oh, already. Boy. It's starting already. It's a Friday. Yeah. <gasps> <gasps> whoop, think. whoop. Whoop, whoop. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. Which, so... Which what? I don't. Which, know. Which, which 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 which? Yeah, that one. That one. Okay. All right. So, Exorcist house. It's in St. Louis, Missouri, in the Belnor mm-hmm. neighborhood. Mhm. So, two-story brick colonial. Three bedrooms. Not yeah. bad. No, not bad. Ooh, we were. Oh, look at this, folks. Finally into the 20th century. It was built in 1942, Amber. I know. That's newer. That's it's new, newer that's for us. That's way new for us. It's just it- 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 it. It- it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, here it is, guys. Yep, here it is. We're back. I know you missed us. What uh, What kind of history are we looking at here for this uh, this 20th century uh, exorcist? So, <laughs> the legend is, it actually has a history of the occult. Oh, boy. mm Mm. Yeah, this was in the late winter of 1949, and it has to do with the exorcism of Roland Doe, which actually, that's not his real name. Oh. Yeah. Not his real name. No. It's an alias? I think they were just trying to protect him. Oh, that's true. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. this is the house. This is a story that inspired the book and the movie, The Exorcist. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, nice. If you never seen it, Linda Blair, wow. Uh huh. I got wow. That's it. That's all I got is wow. Yeah, <laughs> like holy shit. Yeah, it, and actually, when that came out, Whoa. I mean, Whoa. scary, very for its In time. That, time yeah. that was like high tech, scary. Exactly. Mm hmm. Yeah. No, thank you. No, not a fan. But when you have a, to have to get rid of a demon. Gotta do, gotta do again. guess. Yeah, I mean do what you gotta do. I feel like there's better ways, but right. it's okay. <laughs> it's we'll get fine. there. We'll get there. It's fine. It's fine. I once again have controversial opinions. I'm shocked. <laughs> no, I'm not. Neither are our listeners. Probably, probably not. Of course. And here it comes. Oh yeah, here we're listening to Amber here rant again go. for half go. hour. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So he was a German Lutheran Christian, huh? Yep. Yep. he was born in 1935. Oh. He's a youngin'. Yep. Yeah. So, in the early 1940s, they actually lived in Cottage City, Maryland. And that's where all this fun stuff began. In Maryland. mm mm-hmm. Not such a merry land after all. No. Not no, really. No, no. Oh. Yeah. So, it starts in Maryland and then they make their way across the country. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for bringing that. Uh, yeah, so uh, Roland was also an only child. Oh. And when he was very young, he depended on adults in his household for his playmates, which was primarily his Aunt Harriet. Harriet. And she was a spiritualist. Oh, was she? She sure was. She sure was. And she introduced him to the Ouija board. Oh, good on you, Auntie Harriet. I mean, he expressed interest in it, so. Well. A, there's nothing wrong with that. No, and as a kid, you know, everything is interesting. Right. No, so. well, yeah, back then especially. Not so much nowadays when you're in the internet age, but Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's okay. So he liked it yep. and he was only 13 when his aunt passed passed away. Yep. Oh, man. And now she, what? Now She was actually, she was living in St. Louis when she passed away. Oh, she, was like, she? Yeah, she'd moved away. Oh, okay. Oh, I gotcha. Nice. Yeah, so he tried to ca- contact his aunt several times via the Ouija board. And did it work? Well, some theories say so. Oh. Some. Some, some not? Say not. Oh. So much. But whatever, he contacted this uh, supernatural activity began soon after her death and after he tried to con- contact, contact her. Him. So it was like sounds of squeaking and marching feet, strange noises like dripping, rapping, or scratching. Ooh. <clears throat> Yikes. Yeah. Here's the big one, though. Furniture moved on its own. Uh-huh. That's a good indication. Yeah, but mm-hmm. ordinary objects like a vase would just fly. Through the air. Just flies through the air. That's great. But no paranormal activity going on there after Aunt Harriet died and he contact tried to contact her through the Ouija board. Well, this is even better. Oh, boy. A picture of Jesus rattled on the wall as if being thumped from behind. And a container of holy water placed near Roland smashed to the ground. Well, she wanted none of that, did she? Well, that's why they're saying it wasn't Aunt Harriet. Oh, because hmm. they believe that Roland was possessed by a demon, de, blah, 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 demonic presence. Oh, so they think it's Roland. Now he's full of demons because he got a hold of the Ouija board to get a hold on Harriet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, German Lutherans, come on now. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Nope, that's not real. Now the demon has possessed you. Has a creepy voice. <laughs> well, because then activity began to escalate. Like, scratches would appear on Roland's body, and a uh, strange activity follow, followed him wherever he went. Oh, so that's where they're like, oh, you're possessed. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this kid was young, too, so. Yeah, 13? Yeah. And you're just like, oh, you're possessed. Let us exercise you now. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> okay, sorry. Welcome up, folks. Here, too soon. You're com- too, it's too, too, too soon. I was going to warn them. Well, no, it's too soon. I mean, no, it's fine. You it's can fine. warn them. No, it's, it's fine. fine. We'll warn them later. Okay. I think they know what's coming. I'm pretty sure they do. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they do. So, they're saying now he's possessed by the demon. That's what they're saying, right? Yeah, but they first uh secured medical and psychiatric help from doctors. So, it's not like they jumped straight to... Exorcism. Yeah. Okay. So, they went, let's get you checked out first before we, you know... Expel demons from your body. Expel demons from you. Well, at least they tried for that. But the doctors couldn't find out. uh, Like, they couldn't find any explanation for his behavior or what was happening to him. Well, no, because I'm sure in that time, and maybe... You know, I don't honestly know, but I'm sure if they couldn't find it in a book... Yeah. Can't find it in a book. Something else must be going on. Ooh, you're possessed. I have my own theories, but I know you do. We'll get there. (laughs) So, since they couldn't find anything to explain what was going on, obviously, they kind of got frightened and confused, and then they decided to get a hold of their priest for guidance. Sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Luther Miles Scholesy was their priest. They made Roland spend the night with him just for monitoring him. <laughs> and here here it comes cuz I'm thinking the same thing she is. Okay, good. So then what he witnessed the the reverend witnessed it led him to believe that evil forces were at play inside of Roland. Yeah. So so the the the, the reverend told him, "Yep, this is what's going on. Your your child's possessed by demons." Yeah, well, okay. Okay. So, um, some of the things that happened that made him believe that was he heard unexplained scratching sounds and, like, vibrating, and actually, he, Roland was sleeping on a cot next to the Reverend's bed. Yikes. (laughs) Um, And he apparently sounded like something was scratching to get near... Roland, apparently. Okay. Apparently, quote, quote. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then an armchair that Robbie, that's what they call them, Roland. They call them Robbie. They call them Robbie. I don't, okay. Okay, yeah. Um, he was sitting on and it tilted and tipped over on its own with no human intervention. And apparently it was a really heavy set or like heavy rocker or recliner or whatever. So it's not like it could tip over on its own. And he was pretty small. Right. So they're like, there's no way he did it on his own. Apparently, apparently, quote unquote. Um, the blankets on Roland or that Roland slept on moved around the room on their own and slapped people in the faces. They're like, Here you go, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Furniture is moving on its own, chairs are tipping over, scratching noises. So the the reverend's like, Yep, this is what's going on. Yep, okay. So this is when the exorcisms began, and they performed several on him. How many are we talking? They didn't really say in anywhere because I think that they kind of don't want it to seem like they failed. Oh, of course not. Or protect themselves, but it said several and it was from both the Lutheran and the Catholic um like churches. Oh. Oh, it was a group effort. Yeah, but uh, during the Catholic exorcism, he was actually in a hospital, and Robbie slipped free from his restraints, and he broke a bed spring from underneath the mattress, and then uh, stabbed the priest with it, and he needed stitches. <laughs> sorry. So, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I chuckled at that one. I Well, I did when I read it. I, so. Right? Like, oh, he's... Did, okay. Can you imagine? I uh, can't. <laughs> let's just... Let's just paint a metal mental picture. A metal. In metal, yeah. Paint a metal picture. For you people. Can you imagine a thirteen a small year old thirteen year old boy <laughs> breaking free of his restraints, breaking off a metal piece of his bed frame and being like, Ah and like stabbing. stabbing stabbing the priest? Yeah. Yeah. I chuckle at this. I mean, it's ridiculous. I know. But I chuckle at this. It's a it's something to I don't know. Maybe I'm sick and wrong, but I just think it's funny. It is funny. Plus, he needed stitches. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's a good thing it was in a hospital. Well, yeah. They're like, okay, enough of this. Now we're gonna move to St. Louis. Bye. Yeah. 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 So when I got to St. Louis, through a cousin, the family family obtained help from two priests. So it was Raymond J. Bishop and William S. Bowden. Okay. One was a college professor, which was Bishop, and then Bowden was an associate of the college church. So they visited the home. And they witnessed terrifying activity taking place there, Um, and to Roland. They heard Roland speaking in a voice that was not his own, apparently was deep and guttural. Oh. Sounded like he was speaking in tongues. Right, right. Um, Objects were flying around the room, and furniture was shaking. So well, I imagine he he didn't like anything, quote unquote, sacred near him either, like crosses or holy water or anything yeah, no, like that. Apparently, the not. priests, right? Right get away from me, Be gone, Satan! Oh wait, that's what they say. <laughs> that's to what him. They also, yeah, <laughs> he's like, get out of here, out of here, bye. Mm. So, separate exorcisms, and then the family priests try helping him too. Then. Once they get to St. Louis. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, oh my God. Okay, yeah. So they obtained a permission from the Archbishop to perform another exorcism, but they were re- required to keep a diary oh, of what was going on. They had to keep track. Yeah. Um, and before the exorcism was performed, they contacted Walter Holleran uh, to assist Father Bodin. Bowden, Bowbrin, whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> so he needed help, but yeah. they had to get permission from the Archbishop. Yep, yeah. and okay. they also got Reverend William Van Robb, Rue, who was a Jesuit priest. He sure was. Oh. So we got all kinds of people up in here. I mean, it's going to be a damn party. It's going to be a big old party. Well, I mean, not so much for Roland. Right. I mean, everyone else is having a party. wonder if they're passing around the line. <laughs> <laughs> Have some before we get into this mess. Yeah. Yeah. So, Reverend William actually stated during the scene, words such as evil and hell, along with other various marks, appeared all over Roland's body. Words were written on him, Uh huh. apparently, during this exorcism. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Here's the good thing, though. This is kind of funny. Again, I chuckle at this. I mean. Then Roland goes and breaks Father Halloran's nose. <laughs> broke it. Smash! Broke it! Smash! So they say that the exorcism, exorcism ritual was performed thirty six times over several over several weeks. Thirty six times on a thirteen year old boy? Yeah, just this time because remember it was you know different exorcisms. These are, but these ones, these recent ones, they're the ones that performed it. I can't even say the word performed. Thirty six times over two weeks. Over two weeks. So, like, constant. Like, it had to be nonstop. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that, that's a, that's a bit much. I think it's overkill, guys. If it didn't work the first time. Okay. Yeah, 36 times. So, they finally get to their last exorcism they're going to do. Which actually, once again, happened in a uh, hospital. Oh, it was not a hospital. Yeah. The final one. The the final final one. one. So, they're hearing loud noises, and then the family wasn't troubled anymore, and they moved back into their home. Uh, Oh, can we stop right there and just analyze, just for a second? Um, well, I think you should wait, because some stuff comes up, so we'll analyze then. Oh, I'm I'm pre-analyzing? Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. 30, okay. This is 36 times. 36 times. Just in this one time lot, though. Yeah. Not all the ones before. No. And you know, okay, we're going to go over for everyone who doesn't know what an exorcism is and what it entails. I did not put in, I didn't dig deep into it because let's be honest. There's a lot to dig into. Also, my luck with, like, paranormal probably. Yeah, no, that's probably a good idea that you just stuck to the skimming of it. Yeah. Let's just do the brass tacks of it and just do the basics. But you know as well, as I, they starve
1: people. Oh,
0: yeah. They keep water from it. Like, it's a very taxing process Mm -hmm. for the person that is going through this exorcism because they're supposedly... Well, and there's that's no breaks human. for them either. Like None. you're getting nothing. You're being constantly barraged with spiritual this and spiritual that, and holy water and crosses, and you know, tied to your bed, and you know, yeah, yeah. We'll get we'll get there. Oh, God, we'll so get let's there. let's tell them what an exorcism is. You you tell uh, them. You go ahead. So, an exorcism is the religious or spiritual procedure of evicting demons or jinns, which are genies, believe it or not. Oh, okay. Um, and other malevolent spiritual entities from a person or an area that is believed to be possessed. Okay. Yeah. Um, it can only be performed by a member of the Christian church or an individual thought to be graced with special powers or skills. Okay. So, during the exorcism, they may, may use prayers religious material, such as set formulae, gestures, symbols, sacred images, or sacramentals, such as rituals or ceremonies. Okay. So, basically, they invoke God or Jesus, or several different angels and archangels, to intervene. (sighs) She's got to take a breather there. Because, just wait, it gets better. And, oh, also, across all the religions, exorcisms... Differ, right? I just picked the most common, right? So, the most, yeah, basic. Uh, the authority has to be given to them by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. That's right, um, and is the sole source of their ability to cast out demons. So, in general, people considered to be possessed um, are not possessed, or are not considered to be evil or responsible for the actions you know that's going on yeah okay possession is considered to be unwilling manipulation by a demon resulting in the harm of themselves or others they believe that an exorcism is more of a cure than a punishment and mainstream rituals usually take this into account and make sure no violence or you know happens to the possessed uh and each like i said each religion has their own ritual so that's an exorcism, guys, and they only get tied down if there's potential for violence, huh? I guess so. Are, aren't they you? okay, I mean, I guess if they're possessed by a demon, aren't they always going to potentially be violent? Well, that's what I'm thinking, and considering the stuff that was going on with them, right okay, that you know that's fine, it's fine. that's <sighs> fine. So now we can get into the analyzing, okay? Okay, let's analyze. We're we're going to get some stuff. We're analyzing. So, Ronald Doe, right? Uh, Apparently, 48 people witnessed his exorcism. Nine of them. You say that word. We're Jesuits. Thank you. You're welcome. I was going to (laughs) say J-suits. G suits (laughs) No, it's Jesuits. It's okay, folks. It's okay. Uh, Many questioned the authenticity of the claims. Some believe that Roland Doe was just a spoiled, disturbed bully who threw deliberate tantrums to get attention or to get out of school. This is what they're 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 thinking about this kid to his dad. they're saying, "Oh, your kid's just a a spoiled little brat that just wants to get out of school." I kind of believe it. Oh, mm, see, she shocks me every time, guys. did you guys see that coming? I bet you you saw that coming. I mean it'll make sense. So Halloran, who had to attend the exorcism, right? He never heard the boy's voice change. Hmm. Um he thought that the boy was mimicking Latin words that he had heard from, I don't know, all the other frickin' exorcisms that he'd already had performed on him. That the clergymen were saying to him Yeah. Aha also, Plus, you're 13. You're smart enough to pick it up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Also, they failed to check Robbie's fingernails uh, when the marks had appeared on his body, because okay, let's think of it this way: a disturbed child mm-hmm. could absolutely cause harm to themselves. Oh, absolutely! Self harm is a is a is a. Big, and it doesn't have to be a disturbed child. But no. I'm saying in this instance, in this instance, his if and yeah, right. and his parents are super religious, right. So, and if he, and if he did have some type of mental health issues going on, you know, mm-hmm. there you go. Self harm is is unfortunately part and parcel for that. Exactly. At times. So then, there's not even evidence that father. Uh, Albert Hughes visited his home, even. No, and there's actually no evidence having Robbie admitted into the hospital or of the exorcism or of any injury uh, during one. But there's ample evidence that suggests that Father Hughes suffered from an emotional breakdown and disappeared from Codge City community. This Hmm. is the one that was apparently stabbed. Oh, but there's no record of it? None. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's just great. So, all the individuals that were connected to the incident were influenced by their own special... Let's try that again. <laughs> Specializations. Yeah. So, all this is supposedly recorded when it's really not... Yeah, so like, so we're doing this for attention. It kind of sounds like well, okay. Unfortunately, so, this is a quote from author Mark Opsanic. Uh, he wrote a book on like the exorcism and like kind of trying to debunk it. Mm-hmm. So it says two psychiatrists, Rob Doe, suffered from mental illness. Okay, two priests. This was a case of demonic possession. To writers and film and video producers, this was a great story to exploit for profit. Those involved saw what they were trained to see. Each purported to look at the facts, but just the opposite was true. In actuality, they manipulated the facts and emphasized information that fit their own agencies. Food for thought right there, folks. He also interviewed neighbors and childhood friends of Robbie's. Mm-hmm. And this was what he concluded: the boy had been a very clever, clever trickster who had pulled pranks to frighten his mother and to fool children in the neighborhood. So he's a little, little, he's a little fucking fan liar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that boy wanted attention. But if you stop, like he says, you got his own mental health issues. Yep. You got the priests saying what they want to say because no one's going to question them. Exactly. And then again. Like you said, film and industri- that film industry is like, oh hey, money money, money, money. You know? Yeah. So there you go. So look at that. We're on our way to debunking some well, we didn't debunk it ourselves, but if you stop and, and look at all of the facts, all the things that were that you researched, it kinda make, it makes sense. You know, and this is the other thing about what we're doing right now, okay. Cause we're getting into it, right? Right. That's one of the things we said in our introductory video or uh, episode was that some of the things we cover, there is going to be a chance that we debunk the public's opinion. Right. No, absolutely. And this is one of those times mm-hmm. because it's believed that oh yeah, this absolutely happened. Right. And it's got to be haunted, and and that's what our podcast is about. It's about the history, true crime, and the paranormal. And whether that's debunking it or putting out new theories, right? Or whatever, that's what we're right. going to do. So, um, yeah. So skeptic Joe Nickel said, uh, "Simply no credible as evidence to suggest the boy was possessed by demons or evil spirits. There's none. Um, the claims that the symptoms of possession can be childishly simple to fake, which is true. Very." Uh, dismiss suggestions that supernatural forces made scratches or markings or caused words to appear on a teenage, boy, uh, teenage boy's body in unreachable places. So a direct quote is, A determined youth, probably without a wall mirror, could easily have managed such a feat if it actually occurred. Although the scratched messages proliferated, they never again appeared on a difficult-to-reach portion of the boy's anatomy. Hmm. Hmm, Roland, Robbie, whatever you want to call yourself, you little son of a bitch, you faked it all. Yeah, I yeah. Nice. personally feel like he was a little shit, he was an only child, everyone catered to him when he didn't get his way, he was like, mm, what's the one way I can scare and freak out my parents and oh, like get back at them? Because they're religious. Exactly. And you can't tell me that if they were that religious, he didn't know what an exorcism was. Exactly. So you exactly. can't tell me he didn't know how to act. Right. Yeah, I call bullshit. I call bullshit too. And I agree. These, I absolutely agree. And they put, you know, like, you know, based on a true story. It's the exorcism. Yeah, they probably did perform exorcisms. I'm not discrediting that at all. No, not at all. But not this one. He wasn't possessed. No, and it wasn't in that house. So that's the house that they filmed it in, supposedly. Actually, because they wanted to hide the uh, true place of. The Exorcism and like right. where Robbie lived, they actually recorded it in New York. Okay, obviously in this day and age, addresses are out there. Please don't go look it up, guys. Like literally, let that let the people who live there have peace. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I'm sure that there's enough people that know the address. That are like oh blah, blah, blah. oh, they've also like had people just standing outside their house, like on the sidewalk, taking pictures or like creeping by to get a look at the Exorcism. Go though. home. People, go home. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Go home. Do some research. You'll see that the fucking thing didn't even happen. (laughs) God. Just Google it. You'll find out, people. Do your own damn research. Don't go creeping in on somebody else's house. Yeah. So there are some claims of hauntings, though. Yeah, and so you tell the... Folks, what that is, and then I'll say what I need to say. Well, so some of the claims of the hauntings are just strange noises, shadows passing by windows, or a chilling atmosphere, which, you know, like we've talked about before, you can get that rush of cold air out of, like, nowhere. But let's be real. If you got people creeping around the damn house, gee, I wonder where the strange noises and the sudden, you know, passing by of a window comes from. You also know as well as I do that if you believe something enough, it's gonna happen. Right. So these people that have lived in this house are like, "Oh my God, this exorcism happened here! Like it's gotta be haunted." And then you start to invent things. They started to convince themselves because the current owners have literally said nothing has happened in the house. So people, 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 do your damn research. And go home and leave other people's homes alone, for God's sakes. That was a fun one. That was a fun one. Did we it, got it, to debunk. I know. That was exciting. It was. That was a new one. I'm a, I'm, I got chills. That was kind of fun. It, it was. was. Not real, people. Didn't happen in the... Like we said, don't get me wrong. I'm, there's exorcisms. I'm sure there's been plenty of them. This one just... Wasn't one of them. Well, and yeah, I'm not saying that I don't believe in demonic possession and, like, things like that happening. It's just in this case. This case was, like, it was one of the first, like, big... Because at that time, like, right, right before that, you know, that's when, especially in New York City, that's when... Exorcisms were a big thing, right? So this one was like, "Oh, this kid, you know, like he, they tried to exorcise him in Maryland. That didn't work. So we're gonna do this exorcism in St. Louis, and like we have to document it. So like, let's make this a big thing. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry, reverends. <laughs> why you lying?
1: Isn't exactly. that one of the,
0: Isn't that one of the Ten Commandments? Thou, Thou shalt, shalt not, not lie. lie. Hmm. You lied. You lied. You straight out, bold faced lied. Hmm. Garbage. Shame on you. There's the garbage word. I knew it was going to come out eventually today. Yeah, it did. Garbage. At, at least I wasn't as, you know. Aggressive? Up. Yes. You yep. were going to say aggressive, weren't mm-hmm, you? I was. Oh, kind of a walk. <laughs> 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 yeah, it, it feels good to be back in the studio. It does. It does. It feels really good to be back in the studio. It's It's been a time. It's been a week. It has been. For all of us. So we hope everyone out there is doing well, and hug your loved ones, folks. Hug them tighter. Also, remember to take care of you because you are the most important person. Yep. Can't take care of anyone else if you don't take care of yourself first. Exactly. Yep. Yep. I've learned that. I kind of suck at it, but I mean, I've learned it. You're getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Let's be honest, we are not neither one of us are very good at practicing what we preach. Oh god, no, (laughs) we can preach it all we want, but we sure don't practice it. That's for sure, sure, sure. Well, this is a this was a nice light one after the heavy. It was a nice light one. Yes. Yes, yes it was. And like we said, we're gonna have those every now and then. Well, our now next we're one's gonna, heavy again. And we're <laughs> going to have our long ones. Yeah, no, we're good. What are we covering next, Miss Amber? The Ma Baker house in Florida. Oh, whoop, whoop, people. Oh, I'm sorry. Ma Barker. What am I? Ba- Why? I always what want is to, Baker? I always want to say Baker. It's Ma Barker house yes. in Florida. Pay, pay attention. So, that one we're going to be covering the house and Ma Barker's history and the hauntings. She's a tough cookie. Oh she, Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm putting it lightly. I, I'm gonna get angry again, but oh. not, not at her. No, you'll see. You'll see, people. You'll know I, what I'm I talking about. A, I have a feeling it's because goddamn authorities. It is. See, mm. I knew this. I knew this because you know why. I know the history. Buckle up, buckle up, Buttercup. So again, be good to you. Take care of yourself. Take care of your loved ones. Thank you guys so much again for following us. Make sure you stay tuned for the Ma Barker episode coming out of Florida. Remember to to subscribe. (laughs) Email us. Contact us. Follow us. Tell your loved ones. Tell your friends. Keep supporting us because we're just going to keep pumping out more for all you wonderful people out there. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I'm Amber. And I'm Tina. Darkness is our way of life. See you in the mirror next time.